This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello. The writers of this program are depending on my ethnic but non-threatening voice to explain things they are too lazy to set up traditionally. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V-I-G! All my life, people told me I'd never be good at anything. I decided to prove them wrong. Unfortunately, you don't get credit for being good at selling crack or convincing women and making love to them with your socks on still counts. Oh, he's just going to get that thing stuck, dude. Traffic. We live in Los Angeles. Yes, but our traffic has famous people. At any given time, you could get into a fender bender with Steve Harvey. And now, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do you guys just hate chance? Be honest with me. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean show. It is Tuesday morning, the 8th of October. Yeah, it is. I missed it the uh, first time around, but I just got caught up on the video that you guys recorded in uh, into the weekend about all the sporting events that were happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw a beer mug on video making his prediction that the Dodgers would be sweeping the Nationals. I mean, he's not necessarily known for predicting sports. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that I would take that seriously. The question is, t- t- did he jinx them? By oh. saying that out loud. Oh, interesting. It, is Beer Mug responsible for last night's 6-1 loss instead of closing the thing out and moving on to the next round of the playoffs? That's a, that's a heavy weight. It is. I mean, I... I mean, you dare better... I say the entire family has those vibes. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I... But is he that strong? Oh, well, no. Um, okay. And you're bringing it up now, not after their first loss. So, I mean, if this is two... I think so. that hadn't game one already happened? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. you guys recorded yes. that. Yeah, he was saying they were going to sweep even though they already lost one. So <laughs> I don't know if the jinx <laughs> is as big of a problem no, 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 as no, no, the no. math. No, they won. They okay. were up one nothing. Okay. Yeah. Series. He's, I mean, he's awful at jinxing stuff, but he's <laughs> okay. not that Bad stupid. Yeah. 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 So. yeah, he okay. gets it. I guess... <laughs> I guess I bring it up to say if if there's any way we could blame it on beer mug, I would be fine with that. I, I, mean, I guess that's, that's a what good I'm policy. Just in I general. think so. Yeah, I think we wait on game five. Okay. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like if they lose, we know where to pin it. Is what. I'm okay. Saying. Fantastic. Got it. But they won't lose though, right, mugs? Hell no. I mean, you no, guarantee no. it, right? Oh, no. Absolutely. I mean, oh, it's impossible man. at this point for them to not win. You are hurting dumb. Me. Hurting me a lot. <laughs> you are not a smart man. <laughs> we have a uh, tremendous show today, by the way, and I don't say that lightly. I, I sincerely mean it. I think today's a good one. Okay. But first, I want to start with this story. This, uh, Ali, I'm really interested in your take on this. This is a senior named Darcy Kruger who was attending her homecoming dance. Mm-hmm. 
And um, she decided, by the way, um, how do I how do I say this? There was a dress code that was posted that said that women need to wear dresses. Men need to wear, you know, suits and ties. Women need to wear dresses. Everybody okay there with the mics? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. alive. <laughs> um, please plan your attire within a conservative manner. We do not allow strapless and knee-length short dresses as well as two-piece dresses with less than a two-inch gap at midsection. We highly so, hey, what, Real quick, what year is this story from? This is uh, this is this week. Oh, this story is this week. Good to know. By the way, I think this is fairly common. I think they they I think most high schools across the country do have a dress code so that people don't show up. You know, in super super sexy stuff. Sure. I mean, that's fairly common. I uh, think, right? I yes, and no. I, I mean that that story about people being kicked away from prom because a woman is wearing a suit has lessened over the last five years. Right. Right. And this is uh, this is very close to that story. All right. So we highly discourage dresses that are too revealing and are simply too short. Dresses that expose a plunging neckline or backlines are not appropriate. Okay. So the school is asking the ladies to cover up because we all know it's not a, it's not a woman's right to dress as she wants. You have to protect the horn dogs who can't handle seeing a little cleavage, right? Yeah, we right. can't make their boys horny. Exactly. That's what's happening. So she, uh, Darcy Kruger, decided that she was going to come in, and here's the flea bag effect all over again, Allie. A dressy black jumpsuit is what she decided to wear. And by the way, she looked fantastic. She had strappy heels. She had a big necklace on. She did her hair up. I mean, it was a very classy look. She's 17 years old. She shows up at her homecoming dance. She's been looking forward to it. She is turned away at the door. The events organizers pointed to the dress code, which stated that young women are required to wear dresses. I thought there had to be some sort of misunderstanding, her mom said. What century are we in? Now, haven't jumpsuits kind of gone pretty big in the most, in recent years? They're, yeah, I mean, absolutely. you see them on the red carpet at the Oscars. I've, I've seen wedding dresses that are actually jumpsuits. I mean, it seems like jumpsuits are really like a, considered a, a fair alternative to getting dressed up now. Mm-hmm. So what about this? Did the school, I mean, should the school have held to the dress code or should they, should they have just said, oh, jumpsuits are fine? Is this a private school? Um, it is, is it a private school is a great question that I don't immediately have the answer to. I think it, it, I think it is. Yes. Really? You think so? I think. Yeah. Here's the thing. Tell Uh, me the thing. uh, Private schools have a whole list of things that you have to abide by. If you Mm -hmm. don't, you don't get in. You don't go to those things. Here's where you hit the private school once you graduate. Okay. You're going to get letters every month asking for money. Mm. You write back, F you, I wanted to wear a dress. (laughs) And trust me. Things will change at some point, but you know what? It's private school. Private schools are different. They're different because the parents pay to have their kids there, right? And so, and they have a whole. Different, so they can do whatever they, they want. They can to do. do whatever they want. The uh, guidelines also noted that jeans, t-shirts, and baseball caps were not allowed, but because Darcy's dressy jumpsuit would have fit right in at a wedding or any other formal event, neither she nor her mother thought anything about it. It no, in no way crossed my mind that the outfit would be a violation. I just, I can't believe that they just turned her away at the door and sent her home. And by the way, they did say, you're welcome to the dance. You just need to go home and change and come back. Well, and nothing sh- makes you want to join a party like <laughs> yeah. turn yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, go home for a while and come over. You'll miss uh, some of the good stuff. <laughs> uh, she said it felt very dismissive and inconsiderate. Uh, the school says we have two private events every year for our students. These events have a dress code. This particular event, 390 students bought tickets. Only one student had to be turned away due to the dress code. But she said she uh, did not feel, like you said, did not feel welcome. She said, I, I, no way. Yeah, if if it's a school that is not allowing strapless dresses, that's a private school. That is a private religious school. 
Well, they need to loosen up. That's my takeaway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Loosen up. Loosen up. I, I can't, what are you, uptight? I, I can't imagine a world where you tell women to wear a dress. That seems so yes. weird. Like, you have to wear a dress. People won't feel comfortable. I mean, it's like there are, there are I, I mean, I can't even imagine what women going through puberty have to go through without someone telling them what to wear. Yeah, exactly. Let alone when you're told what to wear. And by the way, especially more than ever, now that we have an awareness of people who are gender fluid, mm -hmm. let them wear what they want to wear. Yeah. You know, I mean, let them be let them be comfortable. I, I totally I, I, I do understand that you don't want it to be a boob party. I get that. Yes. But again, I, do. I mean, <laughs> again, taking my entire high school, I was hoping for a boob party. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, that is my new band. I hope you guys will come see me at the room. Um, but I also think that women should be allowed to dress the way that women want to dress. And I think the school the school should step down. That's just my take. I got bad news for you about what people on the news are told to wear. <laughs> got bad news. And those are actual women, not 15, 16 not high year olds. Right. Not 17 year olds. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I got I got news so for you about up. the world. Loosen yeah. up, that's our, that's I think we're all on board with loosen up, right? <laughs> what are you uptight? <laughs> let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? All right. Well, um, let's just uh, stop f***ing around. No one's interested in this. That's Andrea Savage. Yes, it sure is. Who's going to be joining us today? She started a new podcast with a hashtag. Are there any other podcasts that have a hashtag in the title? Not that I'm aware yeah, of. I can't think of many. Hers is a grown-up woman. Hashtag buttholes. Join the butthole revolution. She's delightful, by the way. She is. I agree. Uh, today, we're going to pick Jensen's next tattoo. Well, oh. that's a... Yeah, sort of. Today, well, it's a binding thing. Yes. Where we all vote. And we take all. calls. Yeah. This is not what we talked about. And then it's, wow. it's what I heard. Legally binding. That right. is brave, Jensen. Yeah, right? Didn't go what I heard. That is not really at all nice of him. Cuck -like. No, didn't, 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 again, that's right. not, not the no? term. But okay. I, I, I uh, did not say that you would be picking for sure. We're just going to talk about it. What I remember is if you disagree with our choice, mm -hmm. yes. caller 20 gets to tell you what to do. No, that was caller 20. Okay. I like it. That was not what I said. Uh, also, people are dumb coming up on today's Kevin and Bean Boy, they sure are. And we have a pair of tickets to the Queen Mary's Dark Harbor on the show coming up. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. This day in history with old man Ruben. October 8th, 2004, saw home and lifestyle icon Martha Stewart surprisingly sentenced to five months in prison for insider trading. I remember seeing that story and thinking, five months? She got off easy. Back in 1948, I did four years just for using chalk on the sidewalk. It was true hard time spending most of my sentence in solitary confinement, repeatedly yelling, It was just chalk, guys! I was given only bath water to drink and shrimp tails to eat, beaten to the edge of my life weekly by stark raving mad prison guards, and led to hallucinate and believe that a rat named Jeffrey was asking me to cut off my hands. I eventually escaped in a laundry basket camouflaged by stained bedsheets, and that's when I took on the identity of Reuben. I miss the old days of being Gustav, but I did what I had to do. See, because Ruben is old. He has quite a lot of experience. He was Gustav, so if you want to call him that, it might get a flashback. I can't believe there was a jail at one time in this country where you were only allowed to drink bath water and eat shrimp tails. Yeah, it sounds awful. That's tough. The fact that he's even so positive today is... Right? How does he do it? Yeah, that's really something Poor Gustav. Yeah. All right, well, I've got nothing to complain about in my life, I'll tell you that. Allie, what's happening? 
I don't I I don't get dancing with the stars. Yeah. Hasn't it been on for a while? Oh yeah. Yeah, like this season? Are, yeah 25 this, seasons or something. No, I mean this season. Oh, this oh. season has been on since the late 90s, yes. <laughs> How are there only two stars eliminated so far? Is it because people keep going down yeah. like so Wait, many what? injuries so then they just dismiss that week? I would guess that's the case, yes. I thought you were going to say, how is this finale not here yet? And you said only two only people have... Only two people have been eliminated. What? Yeah. Yes. I, I, is this a multi-year show? That's what I'm asking. Do they count Ray Rice? No. Well, former NBA star Lamar Odom was sent home on last night's live episode of okay. Dancing with the Stars, becoming the second celebrity eliminated in the new season. What? So wow. even though Ray Rice is gone because he re-injured his foot. His murder foot. And then yeah. Christy Brinkley is gone, but then they put her daughter Sailor in her place. Mm-hmm. So that's not really an elimination. Right. right. So it's really only two people so far eliminated. Have they stopped eliminating? Maybe they just decided, you know what, let's just keep going. Just keep dancing. <laughs> <Just> forever. <laughs> I mean, this seems... It's odd. Weird. And it's even weirder that they don't have the people's last names in this article. So it's just the ones remaining, Allie and Sasha. Okay, who's the star? Uh, <laughs> Kel and Whitney, who's the star? Hannah and Alan, who's the star? Yeah. Lauren and Gleb. What, who are these people? There's someone no, like named Gleb. Gleb. <laughs> G-L-E-B. That's Isn't that what best. Tom Cruise accused uh, oh, why Matt Lauer so Gleb? <laughs> Damn it. I, really, I can't believe I picked Adler when Gleb was Gleb. Gleb was available. <laughs> what a great name. Don't uh, know who Gleb is. Um, has to be the dancer, though, because I'd there's assume. no way there's a celeb named Gleb that we don't know about. That, that we, we haven't had on the show once a week. It's such a bummer if we've missed a Gleb all these years. Very disappointed in us. Yeah, it's uh, I I don't get it. But second celebrity eliminated in the new season. This is uh, Gleb Savchenko, a dancer, choreographer, and model who is currently appearing as a pro dancer in Dancing with the Stars. He's born in Moscow, Russia. Has been dancing since the age of seven. He's like Dude, a serious. Spy. He's a serious beefcake. Gleb. Like a, oh yeah. I, well, yeah. he'd have to he'd be have with to that. Be. Don't <laughs> overcome the name. You have to. Oh, Gleb. Looks like he might be dating Lisa Vanderpump. So Dave should have known about Gleb. Well, I feel like Lisa Vanderpump's husband should be aware of Gleb <laughs> as well. Okay. Oh, maybe that's who he's dancing with. Oh, is he dancing with... He wait. is. He's dancing with Lisa Vanderpump. Gleb, oh, no, it's... Gleb and Lauren. Oh, oh, he has. Right. Da- oh, he danced oh, with her past. in 2013. 2013. Has she been eliminated? Not yet. <laughs> no. Still going on. Show is insane. I don't get it. You guys. We just found out that we just found out that we know less about Dancing with the Stars than we did yesterday about Golden Girls. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Christine adds that he danced with Nikki Glaser last year. Oh, okay. well, that was it. That worked Short out. Trip around the sun <laughs> yes. for Gleb. <laughs> sure oh. was. <laughs> she was eliminated the first show. Okay, I guess here's what happened. is He was paired with Lisa Vanderpump on Dancing with the Stars season 16. Mm-hmm. He was paired with someone named Jonna Kramer on Dancing with the Stars season 23. Sure. Okay, who's Lauren? Who's he um, dancing with this year? Uh, season 24, he was partnered with Erica Jane. Don't know who that is. Okay, let's get to Lauren. Season 25, there's a Sasha Piotrowski he danced with. Nope. Okay, come on. Nope. Uh, then Nikki Glaser on the 27th. Oh, here's Laura, uh, Lauren Elena. Okay, who is she? Who is she? Is she a singer, maybe? 
Wow. I think she's a singer. Wasn't she an American Idol yeah, singer she's or a something? Sing- yeah, ten- American Idol uh, yeah. season 10 runner-up. I thought up. I remembered her, yeah. Season 10 runner-up? <laughs> yeah. There's been like 76 <laughs> seasons. I don't what even is- know what that is. Honestly, this is this is insane. This is insane. <laughs> This I, is real, I, you guys. I think we can say, without a doubt, that we're all rooting for Gleb now. Oh, oh for sure. I, for sure. About, I don't we care about Lauren. We are all yeah. Gleb heads. All Gleb. 100%. need to make a shirt. Oh. Let's go Gleb. <laughs> well, congratulations to Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Hillary Burton, who had us all fooled. We all believe they got married in 2014, this article says. <laughs> but they just got married over the weekend. So, yay. I was really, Gleb invited? I don't know if Gleb was invited. I just, I, to be honest, I like them as a couple. Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Hillary Burton. Anyone else? I don't, don't, don't uh, care. Have don't, a don't, about okay. I don't get a sense uh, either way. You guys I'm not, fine. That's happy. You guys not one tree hill heads like I was? No. No. Really? No. Uh, I should have been. Okay. I yeah, should have been. That's been exactly the kind of show that I, I would love. But, yeah. But uh, just never got into it. Love. Too much Dawson's Dawson. Creek Light? Um, it had a feel like Dawson's Creek, but mm-hmm. uh, to be honest, there was no, you know, annoying Dawson, <laughs> right? Yeah. Who's with me? Team mm-hmm. Pacey. What? what just happened? I'm not sure. I did love Dawson, though. But I was more Team Pacey. That was a great show. OC was a great show. Well, OC, um, OC, OC was a great, great show. Great. Gilmore Girls was a great oh, show. I was into all of those yeah, shows. Yeah, that is your wheelhouse then. So, you yeah, I, don't know, I don't know why I missed One Tree Hill. Come on, man. Because Glenn wasn't up, on man. it. Yeah, you didn't know. He only Gleb. watches stuff with Gleb. Yeah, Gleb twenty twenty. We gotta get Gleb on. We He's gotta be easy to get on. We did it with the food person. Just call for Gleb. Even as a Russian, is that I mean, a terrible name? Gleb, if you're listening right now, just give a call. One eight hundred. Call now. All right, some birthdays for you: Chevy Chase, Matt Damon, Paul Hogan, Nick Cannon, Bella Thorne, Bruno Mars, and Travis Pastrana. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's time for People Are Dumb. Dumb. Man drank seven beers before turning himself in. This guy's uh, name is Billy Billy Bob Hall from Weatherford, Texas. <laughs> Anytime your name is Billy Bob, Correct. you know it's going to be a great story. He's planning to turn himself into the police, but he needed a little help. Billy Bob Hall told police he needed to drink to build up the courage to turn himself in. He downed seven beers, then turned up at the Parker County Jail. Deputies there say he didn't have a warrant for his arrest and they would have to let him go, but... So he turned himself in and they said, for what? We don't have any record of you needing to be here. You're fine. Except for he was drunk. He was so intoxicated, he posed a danger to himself and others. Deputies arrested him for public intoxication, and right now, he's in jail. (laughs) Billy Bob! (laughs) What did he think he was supposed to turn himself in for? Didn't say. I looked at three different articles. It didn't say. It's just like he knew he had to do it, and he was really, really having trouble. Oh, wow. So he, he drank Because he hadn't committed a crime. That's why That's he was having trouble. What, what yeah. was missing? Was Maybe he knew what he was going to do in the future, you know? Oh, oh that yeah. could be too. He's I a don't... pedophile or something, and he's stopping himself from a future crime. Wow, Whoa. I hadn't gone okay. quite that far. We were just dark. having fun, Sorry, Jackson. I'm writing the movie. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> just, we were having a blast. Having mm-hmm. a beer there. Yeah. Um, you guys know about the Amish? Sure. Sure, yeah. Riding the horse and buggy. Yeah, They don't do any electricity. Those people party. No electricity, right? That's correct. Nothing modern? No. That's right. Amish men drinking ultra light beer in decked out buggy flee authorities. Hmm. Um, 
On Sunday morning, sheriff's deputies in Ohio saw a pair of Amish men drinking a 12-pack of Michelob Ultra as they rode in a horse and buggy. Now, I don't know how horse and buggies work, but could that be considered drunk driving or no? Oh, for sure. I mean, you are in control of the horses. You Uh, understand? Yeah, get a drunk driving conviction on a horse. Okay. All right. On a scooter. Riding a dog. Like, let's say you're just tiny. You're you're riding riding a a dog. dog. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, the deputies tried to pull over the buggy. I'm not quite sure how that would work either, because there's no... Do you turn on the siren, or is it just the lights? You you just the pull horses? over! Yes. <laughs> pull over now! <laughs> and the men jumped out of the buggy, and the horses just kept going. Just took oh. off. Huh. A okay. uh, stereo system was found in the buggy. Oh, dear. These are not very good Uh-oh. Amish people. No. Um, along with several beer bottles, the men are still at large, by the way. Mm-hmm. And the buggy was uh, towed, and the horse is being taken care of until it's claimed. Sounds like they were uh, living the Amish paradise. Oh, my God. File, please. File. Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix man shoots himself in the face trying to quiet down neighbors. <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> Phoenix man accused of shooting at his ceiling to get his neighbors above him <gasps> to quiet down. Oh, oh. my gosh. Shot himself in the face Sunday night and was hospitalized. That's going to leave a mark. Sergeant Vince Lewis said the man at about midnight was so upset with them. They were making so much noise. He went upstairs and he was banging on the door. Nothing. No answer. We've all been there. We've all been there. No one's paying attention. So the unidentified man went back to his apartment, reportedly uh, fired several shots into the ceiling. Oh, my God. Police are still investigating how he ended up with a bullet in his face. Darwinism. (laughs) That's probably the answer. (laughs) Man fights burglar in the shower. This is Trenton, New Jersey. Peter Fields realized something was wrong when he came home and found his door broken on Saturday. As he walked inside his home, he heard the shower running, and he couldn't believe what he saw. He said, I went in the house, and I noticed someone had smashed the alarm system off the wall. And that's when I heard the shower. The man was in the shower. The thief already had some of Field's clothes picked out for when he left, and they were all laid out on the bed. He also had taken some alcohol. It was his best whiskey, he said. The man called the police while sort of making sure that the thief didn't get away. The thief was still in the shower for the whole time, and the police got there relatively quickly and arrested him while still taking a shower. Huh. Let the man finish. (laughs) I don't know. Is he wasting water, though, at that point? (laughs) <laughs> That's your takeaway? Oh, finish. I didn't realize what you were saying there, Jensen, until the hand motion. <laughs> and finally, murder plot derailed by butt dial. Oh. Murder plot derailed by butt dial. Here's the story. The owner of a used car dealership in Jonesboro is behind bars tonight, accused of conspiring to commit murder. Police say the supposed target found out about the alleged hit after he was accidentally made a part of the conversation. So the guy calls a hitman and mm-hmm. says, I want you to kill a guy. But he butt dials the guy who he's trying oh. to have killed. Oh, so no. the guy who's the intended victim is listening to the entire phone call. The guy gives him the details, his address, everything, and the man is just listening to the whole thing. Jonesboro police say, unbeknownst to Larry Barnett, while he was hiring someone to kill his former employee, he let the target in on it and explained in detail how and why he wanted it done. Sergeant Doug Foreman with the Jonesboro Police Department says it started when Barnett, who owns Legend Motor Company on South Stadium Boulevard, accidentally called his former employee. 
and basically uh, he overheard a conversation between that individual and another unknown male. In there he was giving out his personal information, his address, where he lives. According to the probable cause affidavit, Barnett told the supposed hitman, I don't care if you have to burn his house to the ground with him in it. Make it look like an accident. From there, the target called JPD, but since he lives in Greene County, they were called in to assist. When they arrived at the intended target's home, the call had been going on for an hour and a half. <laughs> an hour and a half? So the actual wow. call was about 45 minutes where he was talking about it, yeah. but the line was still connected. Still the guy didn't oh my God. God. Lord, he's bad at this. <laughs> right? The conversation on the phone had already ended, but the phone call was still active. Uh, to Mr. Barnett's cell phone. And it seems it didn't take long for the hitman to act. The target went to the police department to fill out a report. When he returned home, police say that it had been burglarized and his gas stove had been tampered with. That dude moves quickly. Yeah, yeah. He does. That's a hitman that means means business. Yeah. The guy just goes to the police and he comes home and he finds problems. <laughs> wow. During the phone call, the target overheard that Barnett had attempted to have him killed once prior, no. but, quote, they couldn't get the job done. <laughs> He's really upset. I had the wrong man. guy. His yeah. hitmen just aren't doing the job. Yeah. And it's very frustrating. So he would pay this man $5,000 up front and the remainder when the job was done. His reasoning behind the murder for hire plot? The target says he overheard Barnett say, I owe the little son of a blank a bunch of money, and if he's gone, I don't have to pay it. That's nice. Mm -hmm. It's nice Guys, that he uh, owes him money, so he's just going to kill him instead. Just going to kill him, sure. Um, look, I'm not killing anybody, but I think $5,000 is not enough. No, that was up front. And then I think it turned out to be about sixty or $70,000. Okay, all yeah, right. Yeah. But now I'm considering it. <laughs> okay, good. I've been here now for 25 years. I never recall a time to when uh, a subject has accidentally butt-dialed someone. You know, they're either trying to commit a crime against or uh, the possible victim of the crime, and then they accidentally called them. No, I've never seen that happen before. Yeah, I would say that's probably. Uh, yeah, my initial reaction would be like, very funny, Steve. <laughs> All right, yes, it's very funny. And then as I get shot in the head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite as funny. Dumb. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Join the butthole revolution. That's uh, that's somebody's presidential campaign motto for 2020. <laughs> that's a guaranteed winner, I'll tell you that. Uh, actually, that's our friend, actress uh, Andrea Savage. She's going to be joining us one hour from right now, talking about all things Andrea, including her brand new podcast, which involves buttholes, you guys. A lot. Mm -hmm. I'm going uh, to tell her this when she gets in here. I didn't think the world needed another celebrity podcast with interviews. And I was wrong because she's a goddamn delight. Mm -hmm. Wow. A goddamn delight. That's said huge the words. from being. I was I'm telling wrong. you. Yeah. 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 I was. I was What's wrong. Up with yeah. that? That's, That's how great. praise. That's yes. how great Andrea Savage is. All right, you guys. Uh, we found this on uh, Reddit recently, and I think this is a fascinating topic, and I don't think we have ever discussed it on the Kevin and Bean Show before, and that is things that are completely unnecessary 
but you do them because they are the social norms. And this is right up my alley. Hot Take Jones is, is yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I know this well because, as you know, I brought up once that I think that it's ridiculous that all of us uh, feel forced to say God bless you mm-hmm. uh, when someone sneezes. And, and I, I thought about that over the weekend, and then I realized, no, that's just a kindness. No, mm-hmm. no. Didn't say, I'm good no, with it. I, I, I don't agree with you. I think that it is uh, forced upon us and weirdly religious. Those are the things that's I That's why you just say bless you oh, instead I think of God bless you. The intention you. is there. Everyone knows it's God that's doing it. <laughs> when you uh, when you brought that up, uh, Jensen, it was very controversial in the room. Yes. What was the response from the listeners on your hot take? Um, I would say about 70, 30 not agreeing with me, but still a strong, loud 30. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, obnoxious thirty. Yeah, I would say. 30. they were they 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 drowned out the seventy. If you know what I mean, <laughs> there are so many things that you do just because you've been taught to do them, and sometimes they don't seem to make sense. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll just throw one out, and I, this just occurred to me, and maybe it's dumb, but we why do we shake hands with people when we meet them? Why do we shake hands? It's a weird thing to do. Like, why do we need to touch a stranger just because oh, we've been introduced? I'm with you on that because <laughs> a lot of people hug and stuff every time they see someone. And I mm-hmm. all, I think it's the same thing. Why are we touching all the time, you weirdos? Yes. Would just, you rather bow? Wave from afar. Hey, what's up, man? Good to see you. Good to see you. Okay. Like, I mean, why does there need to be... Uh, look, you're already introducing yourselves or, or you know, reintroducing yourselves, saying hello to one another. Why is saying hello not enough? Why does there have to be some sort of physical interaction? <laughs> That's just a, it's a... I mean, if we're talking about social norms that you do that are unnecessary, why is that necessary? Why do we shake hands? It's not. I think it's we just, just a means do it of because connection. because it's a thing. I think it's a means of connection. I don't, I don't like it. I don't dislike it. I don't need it. All right. I don't need it either. I will tell you, as someone who has a new baby... I have a couple that kill me. One, every time I show the baby or see another baby, why do we all have to go like, he's so cute or he's so beautiful? Because it's not always true. It's not true. We know that not every baby is adorable. Well, Mine I... is a gosh darn porcelain doll. <laughs> but I'm saying like other people's babies, I always, everyone, even me, mm-hmm. when they show me, oh, he's so cute. And I'm like, he looks like, wow. you know, he looks like Donald Rumsfeld. You you're, know what I mean? You're like... a phony. You should do what I do. Hmm. If I see a baby and that baby is not cute, I go, well, look at him. <laughs> really? That's your Absolutely. code? Absolutely. That's my code for you, birthed a heinous baby. Uh, also, people say, what, what What does he look like between the two of us? Right. Yeah, that's a little annoying. And I want to be like, oh, he's neither of ours. We adopt. You know what I mean? Like, I want to like, right. which isn't true. It's but my I, neighbors. Yeah, I want to make him feel real uncomfortable. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, we, we adopt him from Afghanistan, you know, we, or something. Uh... But it doesn't look like, uh, who cares? We uh, we want to take your calls on this, by the way. If there's something that you only do because society tells you you have to, but you think it's dumb, we want to hear from you. 1-800-520-1067. Uh, I'll throw out another one. And I mentioned this off the air the other day when we were discussing this topic. Is this your tirade? Yes. Literally. No, but it's so dumb. Think about it. Somebody somewhere a long time ago decided, you know what we're going to do for men is we're going to have them take a piece of cloth and tie it around their neck. It doesn't do anything. It has no function at all. It literally is just going to hang around their neck all day while they're at work. That's called wearing a tie. What is the actual GD point of wearing a tie? <laughs> Why do we bother? 
It just, it looks good. It Does it, though? Does dare it? I say it ties the whole look together. Yeah, if you're just wearing a suit jacket with, like, a white shirt underneath, without a tie, it just doesn't look complete. But that's because society has told you that. We well, yes, that. society only, is right. It only looks good because you've been grown up being told that that is the male standard. If ties didn't exist and somebody came along today and said, guys, I've got a great idea. Let's start <laughs> taking a piece of cloth and tying it around your neck for eight hours a day. We would all look at him like he was ridiculous. Like, that would be such a stupid idea. I mean, that's tough to argue. It's just, it's a... If it's, somebody came along today and we when, hadn't been doing it the whole yeah, time. Yeah, remember when Kanye came out and he had those, like, sunglasses that were, like, blinds? With the shades, yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Like, that's ties to me. Yes. Like one day someone just showed up and said, these now. And everyone was like, all right, I guess. And, but like no one did that with stunner shades or whatever they called them. Huh. All right. Let me do one more and then we'll uh, take some calls at 1-800-520-1067. I believe that we have this going on here in our building. One of the answers on the Reddit post, what you do just because society says, saying good morning to coworkers. I am not a morning person, this person writes, so it really bugs me that I have to fake that sort of cheerfulness in the mornings. Kevin, have you have you expressed this sentiment to anyone in our staff? I mean, Christine is the <laughs> happiest person alive. And there was a time when she would come in at 5.30 and she would be so overwhelmingly nice and kind. I, I actually had a conversation with her. Oh. I was like, look, just Give us a minute. Be yeah, less nice. be less nice <laughs> Honestly, and kind. Like, just if you could just postpone that for twenty minutes or thirty minutes. That, wow. That way we Kevin. can we can sort of wake up a little bit. Wow. It was, it was too nice. I didn't You're know what to do. You're trying to beat the joy out of her. I mean, yeah. Why don't you just let the job do that? <laughs> like the rest of us. <laughs> Kevin, look, look. I'm trying to have your back here. I wasn't here. just speaking for me, by the way. Oh, were there were there others who suggested? I mean, look a little bit too much. Somebody that's too overwhelmingly happy first thing Mm -hmm. is sometimes difficult. Well, why don't you put out a memo about how much happiness we're allowed to have? Yeah, Yeah, everybody's in the same mood. Like, where should we be at? Like a six? What time should I start smiling? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm just saying, if you get up early, that's a tough time. As soon as I wake up, should I kick my dog? Or like, how does it work? Should we wait till nine, ten a.m.? Yeah, we give it a couple hours. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right, let's grab a call at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven again. The time. Topic is things that are dumb, but you have to do them because the society tells you that's the norm. And we'll start with Miguel. He's in Stanton. He's on line one. He's got one that's going to be very controversial. Hey, Miguel. Hey, what's up, guys? You tell us. Yeah, you know what? Everybody wants to get tipped now. You know, I tip my bartender, my pizza man, and the person serving me at a table. You go, you serve yourself yogurt, and they want a tip. You go to a dispensary, they want a tip. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants a freaking tip now. Uber. Uber Dash or whatever. Everybody wants a tip. Well, Bean, you should probably talk to this because I know you hate tipping Uber drivers. Well, I (laughs) I changed my mind when I got that 4.77 rating. (laughs) Believe me, I'm tipping like a fool now. I'm giving them $1,000 every time one drives by me. (laughs) It's a hot take. It's a hot take. But Miguel has a slight point here. He does. In a sense that like every job has become tip ready. And I don't, right, I, or it didn't used to be. It for didn't a long, used to be that at all. But yeah. serving servers at a restaurant and stuff like that, hundred percent fine with. Yeah, 
But, but at a oh, yogurt yeah. shop where you yogurt literally shop, are yeah. walking up doing all the work, then you bring it up to them. They're like, ah, where's my tip? Oh, suck no, it. No, uh, the place we go to, it does have that. We That's do, what he's saying. Yeah, we do it's all the work. insane. <laughs> but I guess they do clean all the stations. Well, cool. You get a paycheck for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you're not doing this for free. Um, so, Miguel does, Miguel, does all tipping bug you or is it just the level of how it's sort of breaking down into smaller parts where they don't necessarily deserve a tip? Like, there's the tip jar at the cashier. Like, mm-hmm. why is there, what did you do? What, you're taking my money and now you want more? Yeah. And, and that's their job. That's their <laughs> job is I to ring you up. Bartenders, I tip my servers. And, and you're and, fine and with and a pizza guy. Pretty good, pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think the ruling on this is uh, tipping should be allowed, but not in every job. But don't push us, people. Right? <laughs> right. Don't push us. Uh, and we'll expect we're a tip. Right for, we're expect a tip for taking your call today, Miguel. I That's hope right. you understand yeah, what us. Thank, you. thank yeah. you for the call. You'll All right, eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. What do you do? Because the man says you have to. Your calls next on K Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K Rock. Talking about uh, social norms. You only do it because it's normal in society, and mm-hmm. it, you shouldn't have to. Let's go to it, Bob in Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles! Darn it. What? Hey, I was hoping he was from Chattanooga. Uh, <laughs> Girls have to wear a lot of makeup, um, and the question is, if it's a man making them do it, right? No. Oh, just just anything that's that you're supposed to do that we just do it because. Yeah, I think, uh, like for example, my sister, she went to the doctor the other day, but she put on a bunch of makeup, and I asked her, I was like, "Why are you putting on makeup? You're going to a doctor's appointment." Mm-hmm. And she said, because I feel like I have to. And I used to understand that. Why is that a no? I think I agree with Bob that uh, women wear makeup and they shouldn't have to. Yeah, but he... If, he, if women don't want to wear makeup, they don't wear makeup. But well, that's... Uh, most women still do it whether they like it or want to or not, don't they? Because isn't what Bob's saying is true that society expects them to? Like someone Alicia, like Alicia, Alicia Keys, Keys comes yeah. out with no makeup and people talk about how terrible she looks. Even though it's completely her choice to do it. I think I think the angle of saying women for a long time have been set to want to wear makeup when in real life they shouldn't, and a lot of women have taken that standard as what they have to do, seems weird. I also think a lot of you guys think that we wear makeup for you. I don't. I think it's that I, was his question. Yeah, That's no, what he's it's, asking. it's not for dudes. I don't uh, think it's for dudes. No. I think okay. it's because they've been pushed to that state. They they like think they should almost like. I feel like it's for other women almost more than men. Like, yeah, that's like, why I said it's not for you. Yeah, the standard yeah. is that. But, Allie, would you wake up in the morning and go, I'm going into K-Rock today to do the show, and I'm not going to wear any makeup? Would you do that? Um, I wouldn't because I look like a fetus without makeup. <laughs> I have blonde eyelashes, okay. blonde eyebrows, and it's just not a good look, and I don't feel like you guys should be subjected to a fetus. Because right, you'd be that. like, how is that big baby talking? <laughs> oh, it's honestly, true. It might help ratings. <laughs> we had a big baby talking on our show. Bob, uh, great call, awesome. sir. Thank you for listening. We'll take some more right after this on K-Rock. We want to get back to your topic of things society says you have to do, even though they're dumb. Uh, Allie, you had a couple of texts coming in? Uh, yeah, a couple that I really agree with. Corey in the 818 from North Hill said, I hate that people think that when you sit down at the dinner table, you absolutely have to take your hat off. 
Um, it does. It is interesting that you say that because to me it looks rude if somebody doesn't take their hat off. But again, that's Why? because that's what society yeah, has taught us. Absolutely. There's no there's no reason for that. And then from the 714, I feel like we, we all agree with this. Uh, something I do because it's normal is ask people how they're doing. In all actuality, I could not <laughs> care less you want about how to, they're doing. You want them to respond with fine. You just want fine right. and then you can just walk away. Yeah. You know what? You're just going through the motions. Yes. That's yeah. all you're doing. Yeah. That is excellent. All right. Let's see. 1-800-520-1067. Let's go to Courtney Long Beach, Line 8. She's super, super wrong, but let's give her a chance to explain herself. (laughs) Hey, Courtney. Hi. How are you? We are good. Thank you. Good morning. What's your societal norm that you'd like to do away with? Sure. So I hate that I feel the need to hold the door for somebody um, when they're like 10 feet behind me. And I have to sit there and wait for them to like. Uh, You're in a huge hurry, are you? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? There I, is I, a distance factor. I absolutely. agree with that. Right. But yes. what's the distance? That's the problem. Yeah. The, the the key is to not make eye contact so they know that you didn't see oh, them. Oh, yes. Always look at your watch or cell phone. Yes. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Yes. Especially um, in an elevator. Because if you see them and they're 25 feet away, yeah. you make eye contact, they, you're stuck on that door. Here's my feeling. If you have to break out into a sprint, yes. I'm not holding the door yes. for you. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, I was prepared to yell at you for not wanting to hold the door for people, but you're absolutely Right. Yeah. There is a distance. I, I mean, I think it's around six feet, I want to say. Oh, that's, wow. oh, that's way short. too close. Yeah. Wow. Really? Take it easy. What do you guys think? I, I think like maybe 20, 25. I could and say, usually yeah. if that happens, the I if I'm the person walking to the door, I'll say, oh, I'm good. Yes. And then they can go I in. I feel like a lot of us do that stuff, though. It's a nicety that we don't want to lose in this society. No? Right, but, then, but, then the, but then the person who's 20 foot behind then has to sprint to get to the door. And what no, if you he don't? has a heart Just attack? Just do what Allie said, which is, uh, I'm good. It happens here a lot when a I'm coming lot. in in the morning. Because, like, everyone comes, you know, everyone who does morning does the same time, basically. And I, I'm trying to get in the studio as quick as I can. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see someone getting out of their car at the same time as me. And I'm like, up, up, up. And I just get a little, <laughs> Start timing I get a little bit of a sprint going. And then when the person's behind me, I just, I don't look back. That's the key. You can't make eye contact. I got to get wow. to work. You know what I mean? Jensen's a dick. <laughs> Courtney, great to call. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. All right. Let's try uh, Henry Orange Line 1 up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Morning, Henry. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you. Hey, uh, so... I just think that the uh, the social norm of basically, I just recently got married, of having to take off a garter belt or throw a bouquet after the whole like ceremony and all that doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> there are a lot Cheers. of traditions at weddings, that's for sure. I'm with him, man. We didn't even do any of those at ours. We didn't do. We didn't even do speeches. I, <laughs> have, yeah. I have to say, though, Henry. I'm, I remember thinking Jensen's an animal. It's pretty <laughs> funny, though, to see at a wedding all the women lined up that will go ham yeah. trying to get it that bouquet. You're like, oh, dude, just have sex. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> I've literally been at weddings, though, where I've seen the bouquet hit the floor. And it's so sad because nobody wanted to get married. I was, at, I was at a wedding where the person that was the the trajectory was coming uh-huh. right at her. She got she run looked, over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Run over. Yeah. <laughs> she was literally out on the floor. And uh, let's go back to the garter thing for a minute, Jensen. Uh, that is an extremely intimate and uncomfortable yeah, thing creepy. to do in front of your parents, it's right? It's so bad. I would, there's not a world where I would have felt comfortable doing that. No. And then not only that, then you throw it out into your dudes. Yeah, your dude friends are like, where has this been? Oh, I know. Check it out. This was near my wife's cooch. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K92.3.
K-Rock. Jensen. Yes. I want to tell you how impressed I am with you as a as a, an entertainer mm-hmm. and as a as a human and as a friend. And yeah. the fact that you've been on this show for a little over a year now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you are turning over uh, us being able to pick your next tattoo. I mean, that really shows a special level of commitment and friendship right. to the program. Right. I, that, that makes me feel like you are committed well, to us in this job. And right. as friends. Right. Well, before you get into it, I need to address that. I was I, surprised by the offer. It's not, not, oh, yeah. the meeting, it's not what I said. As I mean, Jensen came to well. us and he said, guys, I'm going to get a tattoo. I've already got it booked on Wednesday, right. and I want you to pick my tattoo. Whatever yeah. you guys say. Yeah, I'm Yali, you remember the same and, way? Well, he prefaced it with, uh, you're going to mm. think I'm nuts, yeah. but mm-hmm. I really want to do this for you guys and for right. the listeners. Mm. And I was like, wow, Jensen is cool. Really cool, right? It's not yeah. what I It's such a bonding experience, too. Because I feel like there's going to be something on your skin permanently that we had a direct part in playing you know in in making happen and yeah. I, I just i want to thank you in advance for that yeah i and i and i do remember the meeting uh i don't remember anything as to what you're saying i what? think what i said is i was i have an appointment for a tattoo and i think it's strange that i haven't picked what it is yet and and then you guys all said oh cool we'll do a segment tomorrow and then now we're here see i, I don't remember it that way mm-hmm. i don't either no. I, the, and i do remember i s- specifically said to you so which owl city logo are you getting and you're like it's up to you right, well no i definitely did not want really owl. yeah no, no i no. thought it was gonna be owl city for sure no i, I think uh, no <laughs> I, I won't do that okay so you are getting a tattoo yes tomorrow Yes, I have an appointment with uh, Dr. Wu, who okay. is the, oh, the legend. greatest. He's All done right. a bunch of my tattoos, and he's very, uh, even as a pal, he's hard to get in and, and get an appointment with. And so uh, he was able to fit me in, and I'm so excited about it. And it's weird. I want to get something to commemorate the birth of my son, Adler. Mm-hmm. And I really don't have ideas about it. I'm going to go in for the first time in my entire tattoo life. I have over, t- I think, 25 or something. The first time I go in and I go... You know, Anne, let's talk about it. Let's see what what, what do you just what do we a want ball to do? of hair is my suggestion. Yeah, yeah. That would be, you know, it's a little too realistic, a little too on the nose. Would uh, Marv Albert be a problem? Uh, probably for anyone who Google's. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyone who Google's that might be a problem. But that with some teeth marks right next to the tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you didn't even put the restriction on us yesterday of Adler. No. I mean, I was thinking way, all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I like when my tattoos commemorate something that went on in my life. It's like just, Ice Cube. Just, that was that was definitely. <laughs> a rare occasion where I may have made a slight decision uh, outside of Vanilla my ice, marriage. Maybe you go with now. Uh, no. Wait, who's the who's the Simpsons tattoo? Uh, what's the Simpsons have, tattoo you have? I have Millhouse. Okay, and, why and crossbones? Okay, but how does how does Millhouse commemorate something in your life? Have you uh, met Jensen? The, yeah, <laughs> he's Millhouse. He, he is the walking, I, talking Millhouse. It is sort of just respecting my entire existence, being okay. more than anything else. <laughs> he's yeah. your spirit animal. Yeah, he is. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what are the options uh, if now if you now if you're okay. saying it's baby? I mean, what yeah. what are the options? Now that you so, put restrictions on it, some things that I've toyed with, right? Okay, mm-hmm. okay. much of Adler's uh, entire room and everything that Danielle and I had sort of bought him till his birth involved a fox. We have a whole fox theme for him. I'm slightly nervous that he. Yep. Uh, slightly nervous that he. This is his first word because mm-hmm. uh, I don't. What would his first word say? Fox. <laughs> <laughs> File. <laughs> Trying to get it. I mean, I got to be honest. I liked it. <laughs> this is what we want. We want the lyrics. This is what I want. <laughs> All across your back. All around his whole body. And then, Why? And it's Why? only broken up by my butt crack. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why a fox, by the way? You know, I think it was just a, it's a den animal. Like, they depend on their parents. I mean, there was a lot of cute little things about it, but also it's just like a cute-ass animal, man. Okay. Uh, but okay. But it's so, a wild animal. It is. It is. Uh, but it, it's it's uh, very much dedicated to its pack. It's very much dedicated to its okay. family. All right, okay. We're gonna, so, we're going to reject that. that. Okay. Reject it. <laughs> Wu, okay, one of Wu's big things, if you look at his incredible Instagram, is uh, he does a lot of these, like, solar system-y kind mm-hmm. of, like, orbit-looking tattoos okay. in his style. And I was trying, and I don't have anything, but I was trying to figure out what in that style would represent my family and my child and my, my wife and all of those things in an orbit. What about orbits, um, like, with months? Like, the months that people were born. Mm-hmm. So you've got Danielle's month, Adler's month, your month. Right. And then you do that with an orbit. And it says the name, like, November? No. It would be, like, like maybe even your sign. So that would represent that Oh, in like, universe. that's what's in the orbit. Yeah. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of explaining that would have to go on for that one. <laughs> yes, I think so, well, too. Well, do you know Is where it's going to be? Do you know where it's going to be? Great question. Oh, well, I know in my arms. Okay. But okay. I don't know exactly. I, I want, you know, it depends on what the design is as to what room I have. Because if it's something super private, it doesn't have to be. It could be, you know, somewhere yeah, covered. Wherever. So you don't have to explain it a lot. True. I think you look. That's where my ice cube is. <laughs> yeah. I know you're, I know you're talking about your arm here, but there is nothing more hilarious than making your butthole the mouth of a tattoo. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> he said it for years. I agree with that yeah, guy. Yeah, he said it for recently years. Recently, that guy went viral with using his belly button as the mouth of the Philly fanatic. Did you <laughs> yes, I did see that. So what yes. you're saying is that, but for the butthole. <laughs> I just... Butthole tattoos! <laughs> oh, my. Hey, uh, we weren't planning on it, but Michelle is checking in from Canoga Park. She's mm-hmm. on line two. She has a suggestion. Now that we've narrowed it down to it has to be a baby tattoo. Yeah. What do you think there, Michelle? So an Adler is a type of eagle. It is. You could yeah. always get an Adler oh, eagle. Oh, interesting. That's true. Oh, wow. That's interesting. true. I, I, but, he does very well with animals. But what about... Oh, no, I think... I think that Michelle's idea is that it's an eagle and its mouth is my butthole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. And solved. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie. Bean. What's happening? Did I ever tell you about my cousin, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> he had an unfortunate medical condition, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he, um, he doesn't have a butthole and he can't oh, have fiber. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, poor, I didn't hear that. That is clearly awful. Poor yeah. Tim. Poor Tim. Hit it, Steve. No, just <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, some off-air conversation sometimes. <laughs> just, it's a different show. I'd like to bring it on the air. It's still around, but you so, can just I press mean, the button, just man. just play it. I mean, what if we just hit play? Shit. You could just hit it. Yeah. All right, hang on. Now i got to find it again. <laughs> Come on. How is that not a hotkey? It's not. <laughs> believe it or not, it's not something I use I often. I haven't heard this in 15 years. All right. I can't find it, you guys. Oh, oh boo Somebody just trashed it. Beep. Hold on. Let me, let me search butthole. Hang on. <laughs> You're going to miss this gig, Bean. You're not going to find another job where you could say, let me search butthole. Hold on. All right, here we go. Okay. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole, and he can't eat fiber. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole, and he can't eat fiber. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole, 
And he can't Sing it if you know it. Doesn't have a butthole. And he can't eat fiber. That's uh, that's what we have going on. Here. <laughs> it's the off the air show. That's such a hot beat. Is it? Is it? It's not butthole week yet, is it? Uh, I didn't think we were at butthole week. I don't remember I feel like when that is. Every week is butthole week. Right. When it's, especially, yeah. especially when Andrea's coming. When Andrea's coming, is coming, yeah. and she'll she'll have all the lowdown on buttholes. Okay, and maybe our cousin Tim. Yeah, if she can help me out with my cousin Tim. Butthole <laughs> tattoos. Join the butthole. Revolution. I mean, can Tim? Like, that's the first question. Because, I mean, like no, I said, he, he doesn't can't. have a butthole <laughs> he and can't. he can't, can't eat fiber. fiber. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a bop. <laughs> All right. Guys, um, I am bringing you this story just so I could read the first sentence from TMZ. Okay. And kudos to whoever wrote this. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix is getting huge Oscar buzz for Joker. But the movie's big opening weekend has some folks thinking about polishing a different kind of hardware. Yeah! Wait, what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, let me let me Being way too quick on the applause. <laughs> yeah, and kids shouldn't uh, kids shouldn't really be uh, cheering for this. But it's uh, are people getting turned on yeah. by Joker? Uh, massive spike on Pornhub searches uh, over the weekend for really? for Joker yeah. or for, for Joaquin Phoenix or no. for clowns? Or for clowns, clown porn involving the word Joker. Yeah. Really? 741,000 <laughs> searches involving the word Joker in the first four days following the film's release. The biggest surge came Sunday when Pornhub saw 291,000 searches for a clown getting down. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh, I like it. I'd like, like to get it. an update from them every day. Yeah. On what's Pornhub, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But see... Th- polishing a different kind of hardware. See, because it's Oscar buzz. I just thought, kudos. Yeah. I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. Okay, excellent. <laughs> excellent. Guys, this is uh, this is pretty interesting to me. So, Netflix's plan to appease traditional Hollywood with the upcoming Martin Scorsese film, The Irishman, is not quite going according to plan. The company intends to screen the film ahead of its debut on the streaming platform on November 27th at a Broadway theater because major movie theater chains have said, no, well, you can't screen it here for just three weeks. They're bulking at it. They're like, no, you can't you can't do it here. Mm. So they're having to go to smaller places, including this Broadway theater. So according to Variety, Netflix says they are also working with smaller indie-friendly chains like Alamo Drafthouse to provide the Irishman with slightly more nationwide reach during its limited one-month run. The short window will allow the Irishman to qualify for the Academy Awards, but they're like, wait, you're only going to put it for, out for like three weeks? No, we want to make some money off of this, so you should have released it earlier for a longer period of time so we could make some money off of it ourselves, is what the chains are saying. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare seeing that movie in a theater. It's three hours and 30 minutes. Ooh, is it really? Yes. Yeah, is that's it why, really? That's why Netflix is perfect because I can watch it in segments or you know, yeah, over wow. three nights. Yeah, yeah, but Ooh. like I can't imagine being in a theater for that. I can't even imagine being in a theater right now, let alone for three hours and thirty minutes. Wow. If your movie's an hour twenty-eight. I'm there, man. Make that movie. Well, hour twenty-nine. No way. No. Okay. It's Detective Pikachu or nothing. All right. It's interesting now, though. You know, because you want to, you want to be able to put it up for an Academy Award, yeah. so you have mm-hmm. to put it in a theater. What's going to happen if all theaters are like, nope, 
can't that's, do it. That is interesting. So... There you go. I mean, it only has to be in a theater in New York and in L.A. Mm-hmm. At some point, maybe Netflix will just have to build one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't put it past them. Yeah, I mean, definitely do that. They, they got the money, and it's only it literally only has to be two theaters, yeah. you know, that they have to build. So Yeah. My friend, uh, my cousin Tim, would love to see it. <laughs> well, um, I don't think he should be in a theater for three hours and 30 minutes either. He probably shouldn't. Um, and he, you know what he loves to eat at theaters? <laughs> well, I can tell you like something. A, good, a nice salad. Yeah. He can't. He can't, he can't eat fiber. fiber. Yeah, too much know. fiber. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. You give it a lot of thought to, to poor Timmy today. Well... He doesn't have a butthole. Right. <laughs> he can't, and he eat, can't fiber. eat fiber. And I just... It's going to be a very confusing podcast for people that... <laughs> <laughs> um, do we need do we need this? Oftentimes we talk about movies that are coming out and we're like, ugh, not interested. Then you hear who's starring in it. You're like, okay, that might change my mind. So if you hear that Jeff Daniels is going to be James Comey, maybe you're interested. Mm-hmm. So this is a, uh, a movie. CBS Studios um, has now found it's Donald Trump for its upcoming miniseries based on James Comey's memoir, A Higher Loyalty. Brendan Gleeson will be playing Trump. So um, are you interested in Jeff Daniels as James Comey and Brendan Gleeson playing Trump? I am only mildly interesting in this book as a movie, but I think both of those are good casting. See? That's Bre- the thing. Brendan Gleeson can also be uh, Bannon. He's got like a Bannon oh, yeah. look to totally. him, too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It might be good. I feel like I'm assaulted every day by politics, and yeah. I don't want to see a movie. Yeah, I have zero interest about in that. this. But filming for the four-part series begins in November. It could air on either CBS All Access or Showtime. This is a scam, and the people are wise to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Some birthdays for you. We've got Chevy Chase, Matt Damon, Paul Hogan, Nick Cannon, Bella Thorne, Bruno Mars, Travis Pastrana, and... From Cool in the Gang, Robert <laughs> Cool Bell. All right. Here at the Grammy Roundtable <laughs> with Ronnie and Cool of none other than Cool and the Gang. How are you gentlemen doing? Well, wonderful. How are you? Fantastic. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of your biggest hits goes a little something like this. Do a little dance. Make a little love. Get down tonight? No. I like that they waited him out, too. I also like the lack of absolute confidence when he says it. Yeah. In one of your songs, Get, get Down, down Tonight? <laughs> I should have started singing, My cousin Tim doesn't, doesn't have, have a butthole. Yeah, that's one of our biggest <laughs> And he can't eat fiber. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. By the way, uh, great guests coming up this week on the Kevin Bean Show. Tomorrow, uh, Kevin, your favorite, David Boreanaz from uh, SEAL Team, is going to be on a show show that I still don't believe exists. I still Mm -hmm. don't think that's a real show, but you claim it it does, and David Boreanaz claims it does too. Third season, my friend. Also, Alfonso (laughs) Ribeiro is going to be be here tomorrow as well. Yeah. 
Alfonso, you guys. Quite a team of David Boreans and Alfonso. That's my new lethal weapon. Yeah. Uh, Ray Romano uh, <laughs> later in the week. Punch Ray Romano and, uh, and uh, live music from Jimmy Eat World. That's all coming up. But first, while we're talking about guests we adore. Mm-hmm. My name is John Hamm. My name is Joey King. My name is Mike Shinoda. My name is June Squibb. My name is Mila, and here's how I say buttholes. 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 That is the intro of a new podcast that is a much listen, you guys, from our friend Andrea Savage, the delightful actress who joins us back in studio here on the Kevin Meade Show. Andrea! Oh my goodness, applause! How's yeah. your butthole? My butthole is doing great. <laughs> have I told you about my cousin Tim? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've heard. We've you heard. did. I have, I've heard about Tim. Yeah. Okay. I feel like he, there was, he, he had an issue. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't have a butthole. But he eats. He can eat. Oh, Fiber. Can can't eat fiber. fiber. That's yeah. what it is. That's yeah. the irony. That's it's very sad. I hope people just sad. woke up and heard that was the first thing they heard for the day. <laughs> Good we were, morning. We, we were discussing earlier mm-hmm. that your podcast is actually called A Grown Up Woman, mm-hmm. but it, then it has a hashtag butthole, and we're trying to figure out if there's any other podcast that's ever had its own hashtag in the title. I, I mean, I'm not aware if there is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and say nope. Yeah, and you should sue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I will aggressively be serving anyone yeah. who hashtags in their title. Yeah. Why, why was it important for you for buttholes to be in the title of your podcast as a grown-ass woman? As a, as a grown-up woman. How dare you? Sorry. Uh, Sorry. I don't work blue. Thank you. Yes, that's what we know about you. Um, very rude. Um, honestly, I, and it's going to sound crazy, I, I wanted the joke of the juxtaposition of grown-up and then buttholes. I'm going to go out on a limb. I think the word buttholes is a little magical. Mm-hmm. I do, too. I think there are very few words that you cannot take yourself too seriously and say, yeah, buttholes. Yeah. You like you're not going to say it in anger. You're yeah. not going to look at Allie and be like, "You know what? You've been a real butthole." <laughs> like everyone's going to laugh. It just sort of breaks the tension. And my point of the podcast is just cuz you're a grown-up doesn't mean you have to be super lame. Sure. So I, I thought I I think there's a magic in the word and it's just fun to say. And I make all my guests have to say it, which yeah. is delightful. It is delightful. <laughs> um, who talked you into this? Where did, where did the idea come from? Um, I would, uh, I'm would. i going to have to blame Chris Hardwick for most of it. Um, okay. I've done a lot of podcasts, and um, people were like, do you want to do a podcast? I was like, God, no. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> Why would I ever do that? And then I, um, and then a couple people were like, you should try it. It's super easy. Just do, You just sit down and record stuff. And then I started doing it and then was like, well, you all lied to me. This is so much work. Way more work than that. Yeah. So much work. Um, it also was a reason to like be able to see friends of mine that I don't get to see. Mm-hmm. And also have a little bit of stuff in between seasons of my show. I'm sorry. Because um, it takes a long time for me to do a season. And a little something for me to still connect with people and, and still be out there. Did you record the bulk of the interviews during your break between yes. um, sorry's? I did. I, I've recorded most of them. There's still a handful left to record. But yeah. Good, because wow. I don't want it to hold up the next season of I'm Sorry. Seriously. <laughs> no, it is not going to hold okay. anything up. All right. Um, but, so most, yes, almost being, all I don't of want the butthole to get in the way is what I'm well, saying. Well, no one yes. does. Uh, Bean earlier years. gave you the best praise a podcast can get, which is oh he God. said, he goes, I didn't think we needed another podcast in this world, but we've been proven wrong by Andrea Savage. <gasps> well, well, especially yeah. another podcast of celebrity interviews, because yeah. it seems like that's the most common format for for podcasts. Yet you have an obvious connection with everybody on your podcast. I do have a connection. It's I, friends just hanging out chatting. Yeah, and I wanted it to just be something that was pure 
fun mm-hmm. because <clears throat> I'm personally longing for just like pure laughs and not like dark, sad stuff right now. And mm-hmm. I was like, I want to make it pure fun. Yeah, same with my cousin Tim. Yeah, <laughs> he, he doesn't have yeah. easy. He doesn't yeah. have fun. No, he, he, doesn't. Fun. he just wants fun. I heard you on Dax Shepard's podcast, and I was like. Just totally gonna do a podcast. <laughs> it, it just, it just float like you and him have such a great rapport, and you have such history with we him. Do, yeah. And I thought to myself, you know what? She's steering a lot of this. She's she's doing <laughs> the she's heavy ready. lifting. You she's she's ready. ready. It's like when Robin Williams showed up on uh, Happy Days as Mork, and you're like, that's gonna be its own show. <laughs> I said that as a three year old. <laughs> Um, well, yes, it's been super exciting and it's fun. And but I will say there's a little bit of shame I feel when I say I am doing a podcast that is celebrity chat based because mm-hmm. it is so crowded. And I was right. like, yes. well, what am I doing? I better have like a, a reason to be doing this. I'm not going to do it just for this, you know, f of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to have a reason. And mine was like pure fun. I want to yeah. laugh. I want to make my friends and, and laugh. Not, I want them to make me laugh. And none of these people are cold calls. These are all people that you have relationships with and are friends with. Exactly. Which yeah. is different. Which is um, different and limited. Like, <laughs> basically this is all I can do because that's all my friends. Okay, right. Right. Yeah, you gotta go make friends purely for the podcast. One season. Oh, that seems like a lot of work. It is. Lot of work. <laughs> that's worse than doing the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I'm not, uh, I'm not speaking out of school because you've said the same thing on the podcast, but you picked a real loser as a sidekick. What's that about? <laughs> Listen, I didn't know if he was going to be a loser or not. His name is Tony Thaxton. Uh-huh. Um, he's in a band called Motion City Soundtrack. Yes. Uh, he's a drummer. And basically, uh, everyone says to start a podcast with someone you have history with, where you have a rapport, a banter. I went a different direction. Yeah, you had never met. <laughs> nope, okay, we good. had never met. What's and wrong with you? <laughs> I had no one to do it with. No one I know knows how to edit and yeah. record podcasts. And he does work with Allison Rosen and a few other people, yes, right? He, Jimmy Pardo recommended mm-hmm. him okay. to me, so right. Chris okay. Hardwick. So I was like, well, these guys know what they're talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. And completely steered me wrong. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I will tell you, Andrea, that I no. have listened Tony to... Tony is delightful. We're getting to know each other. It's a blossoming friendship over the season. He's very uh, he's very quiet at the beginning. He, it's yes. it's going to take him a while. I don't to, think to... he talked at all on the first episode. Yeah, yeah. barely on the I second. <laughs> I, I will say that I have listened to dozens of episodes of Tony Thaxton on his Fleece Navi podcast. Yes. Because I'm a big Christmas music enthusiast. I make fun of Tony, but he's actually very lovely and very successful. Felice Snobby Pod. Yeah, Felice Snobby Pod. It's a great name, isn't it? It's delightful. Um, Andrea Savage is here. The podcast, by the way, uh, and we will talk some more about I'm Sorry and other stuff. The podcast is available now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get yours. It's called A Grown Up Woman Hashtag Buttholes. Would you guys mind before the break if I played a clip from the episode with Chris Hardwick? Sure. Because I think y'all will enjoy this and it'll give you a sense of the fun. This has been, as the New York Times likes to say, light edited for time and clarity. Chris, I can honestly say uh, you are the first uh, person to be in my home other than my husband whom I've had sex with. Yeah, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I had to... <laughs> Give it a what thing a to make sure that wasn't a true <laughs> statement this morning. I was like, has anyone else? Yeah, but the period of time, it was so, you know. It was a very long time ago. incredibly long time ago. We're very old. Uh, yes, we're ho- older than f- Right. We honestly, looking at you, I feel sad. I mean, that's an idea. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's an idea of how the conversation goes. Womp, womp. By the way, Jensen doesn't believe you should ever even be on social media with exes. No. And here you are, actual friends with an ex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a long time yeah, I mean, ago. How long? It's uh... oh god, uh, fifteen years ago. 
What, what's your cutoff? Oh, I, I, I think it's period. I don't think you should at all. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm friends Ever with friends almost with every one of my exes. Hmm. Well, I guess Andrea's that just doing shows, the right thing. Yeah, shows that I'm doing the right thing and that I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> wait, wait, a question though. Is yeah. there any any involvement in those people? Do you ever like check them like in a sort of like a petty way? Like, do you think you ever check up on them because you're like, well, are they having the best time of their lives? Are they? I don't think you're hung up oh, on them. Oh, like by the they way. miss me? No. Type no, I, I honestly, I feel like it's been, I've been married, I feel like for so long now that none of those people, I, I've forgotten that part of my life. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds like someone, you know, is in denial. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or just extremely well adjusted. <laughs> I'm Team Andrea on this one, by the way. Uh, Andrea Savage has a guest quick break. More with her right after this on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Writer, director, producer, actress, and now podcaster. Our friend Andrea Savage in studio with us here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Now, we hit the podcast a bunch, and we uh, cannot urge people enough to go check it out. Yeah, if you uh, like gr- our sense of humor, you will love it. Yes. You will love Andrea's podcast. It's Thank delightful. Um, where you'll are like, we? You'll, you'll like it. No, wait, <laughs> Let's not get crazy. Back? I don't know. I just don't want to, you know, I've only heard one. You don't one. oversell. I've only heard one. Yes. Okay, I don't feel. It's, okay, you'll love it. You'll love it. It's yeah, like going what... on reviewing it. Just give it five stars. Don't be weird about it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's like going, no one's impressed if you're like, mm, four and a quarter. <laughs> Just give it five. Yeah, calm down, Leonard Malton. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm fine if you leave the pointed comments, but still throw the extra stars. Sure, what's sure. all your going to hurt you. Don't be a sting. Sure. Andrea, you, you may have mentioned it, but where yes. where are we now? You're in the writing process for season three of I'm Sorry. Is that I'm what's happening? currently writing season three. Right after I leave here, I will be heading to the writer's room. Mm-hmm. So I'd love it if you guys did anything interesting yeah. that I could throw oh, into. Yeah. Okay. Actually, when we went out for breakfast, yes. something happened mm-hmm. and you wrote it down. And I was like, oh, no. Uh, do you remember what it was? It was bacon. Was it the bacon situation? <laughs> it was the you man. You had a bacon situation? We had a, yeah. There was a man at the restaurant. You mm-hmm. had been at this restaurant before, but you hadn't been there in a long time. Yeah. Who remembered you as the woman who eats and orders a lot of bacon. <laughs> they, I will say this about the bacon. That's a super weird thing they, to be remembered No, for. they have a great bacon because they flash fry it right before it's done. So it has this crispiness to it that I love. But how much but are how much you, did you order? I, like... An order of bacon, three pieces. The man acted as if the woman had eaten them out of house and home with bacon. <laughs> it was weird. You it, again? We don't have any more bacon. Yes, <laughs> yes. But it was clear that you hadn't been there in a long time, and you and I didn't know each other well. Yeah. And I was like, "What is this guy doing? Like, Allie, no one... How much bacon do you eat? He had to be hitting on you. I no. think he was hitting. Had no. to be. Had to be. I yeah. think she's lying. I think you've ordered more than one <laughs> order in one sitting before. Oh no, I've ordered bacon. With my meal, than some to take home for later. Something a bacon sure. lady would do. I'm sure. Ooh, do you have a dessert menu of just bacon treats? Yeah. And then you got forced. We were having lunch, and you were forced into ordering an order of bacon that you didn't want. I didn't want it. Well, what? Yeah, because yeah. the bacon lady's there. Yeah, it, it, it was, was like we couldn't let him lot. down. Yeah, yeah, it would be like going to see Michael Jordan play, and he just layups all night. Like I, I came for a slam dunk, bacon lady. I would love to see your notebook. Just oh, like my bacon note- lady. My notebook is Creepy insanity because I yeah. will write every sort of strange thing or thought down. Uh, and then I pitch them all and then we try to jam them into episodes. So bacon episodes, might come in. How many episodes does season three have? Ten. Ten. 
10. Yeah. It's not enough. I, I'd like okay. more. Andrea, speaking of... It's uh, killing her, I'd but like we more. do want more. Yeah. I would like more. Okay. You wouldn't, though, because they'd be terrible. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> speaking of uh, pitching ideas... Yes. Oh, oh some- here we go. No, no, yes. no. I'm not pitching you. Oh, please, you, you no. said something. You said something on the podcast that was so shocking to me that before I'm oh, sorry... No. Before I'm sorry, you had sold... Oh, what okay. was it? Eight shows? I that was seven. shocking to me, too. Eight shows you had yeah. sold and none of them made it to air? Uh, yeah, I think it was seven. Uh, yeah, no, I oh just kept God. selling shows. and They would buy them. They would buy they them, would so I was paid for them. for them. And a lot of them were turned out well, and they were like, we love these. We're not going to make them because of blah, blah, blah. And mm. um, which was a weird, I was like, you're not saying anything. <laughs> Why are you saying blah, <laughs> blah, blah? Saying blah, blah, not blah. a reason. <laughs> which was, and so many of them said but it. But I like don't that. understand, I don't understand show business then because I would not go to the, to the store today and buy a lawnmower and then just take it home and put it in my basement and never use it. Well, the whole point of buying it is because I want it and I will use it. Great example. File, file the example. If that's, you yeah, that's need a great me example. to explain how ridiculous show businesses and how it doesn't make any sense, you need to move to Los Angeles It's again. never made sense to us. It doesn't make any sense, yeah, and I can't make it have sense Friend of the you. show, Rob Riggle, has some story oh, where yeah. he had like 15 pilots not go in a row. Yeah, Riggle. And now he's living the life of holy moly. <laughs> he's living like a king. So he got the, he got the he last, got laugh, the last though. laugh. He got the last laugh. Yeah. But, then, but Andrea, when that happens, though, here's an idea that I presume you thought a lot of, poured your heart and soul into to make, yeah. the, make the thing happen, and now it's dead. Dead. And now yeah, you can't do sucks, anything with Bean. it. What do you? Yes, <laughs> it was wrenching. <laughs> it was wrenching over and over. Yeah, it Tell almost killed me. Tell Bean, us about the pain. is this what you want? <laughs> Bean would make the best reporter in front of a fire. Your whole house just burned. What are you feeling? <laughs> you had seven houses burn. How can? How could this feel? How could you? How could you still be going though? What? Make, what's the incentive to get up and try again after seven in a row? I don't, something broken in me? I, I, I don't know. How okay. have you not offed <laughs> yourself? <laughs> I guess I'm just super impressed. That's well, thank you. That's well, a you good, have a strange way of good saying way that. to tie that up in a nice little bow. Thank wow. you. Uh, by the way, I'm sorry. The first two seasons are now on Netflix. Netflix. You have yes. no excuse not to watch this. I told these buttholes about you it. Did. And I'm telling you, within one episode, they're like, how did you not talk about this earlier? I'm like, <laughs> oh, you a Kevin has a theory. He was like, how is this not the most popular show on television? Was, that was literally honestly, what yeah, I feel that way. Yeah. Guys, it's honestly, that good. It's that Thank good. you. Yeah. I'm very proud of it. It's very funny. Um, is it still on True TV? It is also still on True TV. Mm-hmm. Um, although well, I don't think you can find it there right now when it's on Netflix. It's like a trick, like a weird oh, I see. Okay, so they give it up afterwards, mm-hmm. whatever. And then it goes back. I don't know. It's complicated. But it's on Netflix right now. You it is. Yes. all of them. Season yeah. one and two. Yes. Season yes. one and two. Yeah. For people curious, you said you're in the writer's room. You're dealing with all that. When could we expect a season three? <laughs> uh, 2020. Okay. And then you narrow it down. No, <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I don't know. I, think I, they, think I feel like there was June. a conversation. I think they spoke for real. I do not, I do not speak Hollywood. Right. Yeah, All right. The not. podcast is Andrea Savage, a grown-up woman, hashtag buttholes. Episodes one and two are up with Mila Kunis and Chris Hardwick. And what are you going to be releasing them weekly from now on? Yeah, John Hamm is coming next week. Ooh. Speaking of John Hamm. Yeah. Bean, do you remember what happened no, when uh, we were discussing John Hamm? I have Hit no idea it, what you're Steve. talking about. And now, a moment with Bean. You, you got John Hamm back as your uh, narrator again this year. He's pretty dreamy, right? <laughs> oh, you're the worst. <laughs> I mean, I love, let's be uh, let's be honest, Keith. Let's just be men here. I mean, he is 
effing amazing. Effing amazing, right? <laughs> did you just cuss, Bean? I did. I never done that on him just made you cuss. <laughs> that was a moment first with Bean. Time in, in thirty. Three, three first time accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was only just like hormones. Yes. Yes. It just like yes. came rushing through. Yes. Him. I will Does, tell you, John Hamm showed at my house. Showed up at my house three hours early mm-hmm. in the middle of Chris Hardwick's podcast. So if you listen to Chris Hardwick's, John Hamm is at the end with my mother. What? Are you doing it, Mad Libs right now? Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> jumping on a bouncy nose. Um, no, um, it's the it, it, he showed up. He put it in his calendar when he was in Atlanta. Uh, so oh, he that's did. Funny. The, so he showed up Atlanta three time. hours early. Oh. My mother was there, who is also on my podcast at the end of the Chris Hardwick one and mm-hmm. a couple other episodes. Uh, she had no idea who he was. Right. And asked him if, because he was like, oh, maybe we've met or something. And she was like, oh, do you, uh, does your kids go to my granddaughter's school? (laughs) And he was like, I don't have kids. So I have my mom talking about how she doesn't know who John Hamm is. He showed up three hours early. It was madness. I love it. And then he does something that's very hard to embarrass me on his podcast. There is something that happens that is the most uh, embarrassing. I climb under a table. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So get ready for that. I'm in. Cringe. I love it. Can't (laughs) wait. Andrea, you know how much we love you. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean, how lazy is Omar? We haven't gotten a, a, a theme for What's happening with Allie? Oh, that's right. What's happening with Allie? See, I did it. I did your job, Omar. <laughs> and you did it well. Yeah. <laughs> that's a keeper right there. Wow. All right. What's happening with Allie? Well, I want to hear what you guys think about this. Okay. Chief Michael Moore, LAPD Chief Moore mm-hmm. on Twitter. Okay, the from, bowling uh, for Columbia. Yeah, bowling for Columbia. Yeah, exactly. No, this is actual LAPD. Roger and me. I like that one. No, nope, this is one. not the movie. The movie guy. Okay. This you is... seem too fat to be a cop. Literally, really, I'm kind of surprised the, the chief physical. of the LAPD, police chief oh. Michael Moore. Michigan not guy. The call guy. call nope. the Trump win. Right. Again, no. Boxer Michael Moore. No. No. All right. Too I'm far. out of Michael Moore's. Too far. Thank he you. tweeted. Nobody said it would be easy. The Dodgers aren't out of it yet. I've authorized all employees to wear Dodger caps on duty in support of our blue crew. Let's all pull for one more day of summer. So, police officers going to be wearing Dodger hats, you guys. Okay, I don't understand his one more, one more day, day of, of summer because if they win, then they just go on to the next series. It's not like I don't that's think he just won one more day. Yeah, I think we need like three he's, more weeks. I think he's he's a day just by day for, kind okay. of guy. Okay, right. just yeah. leave him alone. Okay. okay, okay. I thought you wanted to know what we thought. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts without judgment? Uh, I think I love it. Yeah, I think I love it. I, I love the comments. Oh, I'm sure. Some are real good. Can you arrest AJ Pollock for impersonating an MLB player? Yes, thank you. Take back that $55 million. Very good stuff. Other people saying, what if I'm wearing a San Francisco hat? Will that be profiling when you pull me over? Okay, calm your tease, but pretty funny as well. Um, But I I think it's it's nice. I agree. I think it's really nice. Yeah, it's just a little uh, city spirit. Yeah, why not? The boys in blue thinking about the other boys in blue, Mm -hmm. right? I will allow it. Okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, Bean, you love the crown. 
the movie? Yes. The TV show? The TV show, yes. Of course, very much so. It's returning for season three on November 17th, and Mm -hmm. you will be happy to know that Helen Bonham Carter, um, who will be playing Princess Margaret in season three, um, has her blessing. She has Princess Princess Margaret's Margaret's blessing? Princess Margaret's blessing, yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought Princess Margaret was dead. Oh, just, she's been dead 17 years. Yeah. But... She contacted her from the other side to let her know she approves Did of she? Helena Bonham Carter <laughs> no. playing her in The Crown. Says who? Helena Bonham Carter? Helena Bonham Carter. Wow. She says that she sought Margaret's approval through a psychic medium. Carter describes the process. So I asked her, are you okay with me playing you? And she said, you're better than the other actress that they were <gasps> thinking of. They will not admit to who it was. It was me and somebody else. That made me think maybe she is here because that is a classic Margaret thing to say. She was really good at complimenting you and putting you down at the same time. Fifty Shades of Crazy. Helena Bonham Carter has lost it. Is has my favorite. You think she just lost it now? The good woman point. looks like she's made of spiders. That's a good point. <laughs> is she gonna? Well, do, is she gonna be all goth and stuff as the queen? Funny, Margaret mentioned that to her. Of course she did. Yeah. That's she's, her sense of humor. Margaret said, "But you're gonna have to brush up and be more groomed and neater." Yeah. Then she said, "And get the smoking right. I smoked in a very particular way. Remember that. This is a big note. The cigarette holder was as much a weapon for expression as it was for." smoking. They had quite the What's chats. happening? A lot of yeah. detail there. May I just say that none of this happened? None. Really? Helena Bonham Carter said I mean, she she sought her approval through yeah. a psychic medium and then she detailed it, you that guys. That bitch is crazy. Maybe she was on like mushrooms or something and imagined it all happened? That's the only thing I can give her credit So you for. can just go into a medium mm-hmm. and put down 20 pounds or whatever it costs mm-hmm. and just dial up on the, uh, whoever you want on the hotline to heaven and have a lengthy conversation yeah. about current events. Yeah, I know that's that, real. I know mm-hmm. that I give away free TV show ideas on the show too much, mm-hmm. and I should probably be using them in my other life. But celebrity psychic medium is a great idea. Well, that's, that's what they good. had with that um, that guy, that kid that Doctor Drew did, he, right? Yeah. Henry or but does Henry. that mean that he'll sit with like Biggie's mom and bring back Biggie, or like he would mm, talk to know, celebrities but... about people that have passed? Oh no, I want him to bring back a celebrity. Oh, I want to be okay. sitting with him and be like, Selena's here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Selena's here. Aaliyah's mm-hmm. here. Wow. Like, I want to be in a room, and then I talk to Aaliyah. Okay. That'd I don't be cool. think that's a thing, but okay. I mean, if we could bring anyone back, sure. I'm down. Okay. No, I think that's a great idea. I think that's a show you should make. Yeah, you know, just throw I these like ideas it. for free. You, just you find, really do. Find this medium who so easily channeled Princess Margaret. Yeah. She sounds like the one to do it. That's true. Bean, I feel like you're not a believer. Uh, not even a, a little bit. It didn't happen. I'm saying okay. it's not so much that I'm not a believer. It's just that none of this is true. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're not clear, so I'm putting you down as a maybe. <laughs> I'm not a maybe. <laughs> Am I alone on this? Is the girl the is the, is the girl in the majority here? Oh no! I, I this is this is bonkers. This is bonkers. But I do think that there's some weird way that people can speak. I, I think there is something in psychics and mediums. Yes, you do. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I do. I'm not buying it. I don't. Buy I don't it at think all. it's like. I don't think it's obviously they don't like it, like in a room alone with a dead person. Right. But I think that they get some sort of feeling and that they're able to convey that feeling. We have recently had two people that a lot of people think are trustworthy, truthful people talk about their relationship with ghosts. We had CM Punk that talked about it on the set of his last movie and 
a little guy that was in a movie called Ghostbusters that talked all about his family and ghosts. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, but Dan Aykroyd like, seemed insane when he was in here. Like, I loved him. But how he seemed, dare you? No, but I mean, like, in I a good way. I loved him too, but there a, was a little nuttiness. In a there. good way. In a good way. <gasps> there was. So. Wow. What? Okay, then CM but Punk. But I loved him. CM, CM Punk did Punk. not seem as crazy, no. Okay. And so he, he, he was you... filming in a house where there was, like, murders and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you believe? I've, you're you're, uh, you're right. You're right. I don't need to be aggressive exactly. towards you. Yep. I didn't need Dan Aykroyd. There's room in my life for uh-huh. I don't think that they're talking to somebody on the other side, but I also can't explain it. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I, can, I can take that position right. without saying I'll absolutely not. And now let's go to negative Nelly. <laughs> Bean? Uh, none of it is real. And people, look, look, look. People cannot accept that death happens and that you lose touch with people that you love because it's very painful. So what you do is instead you put up this imaginary scenario where you're still in contact with them even though they're gone. I hope I'm you move, sorry in, to I hope you move into a house in London where there's <laughs> just 50 people have died in it in a fire and you have to deal with all of their spirits. That would be great. By the way, also a good rad. TV show. Yeah. Bean moves. I'd watch that. Bean moves into a house that was burned down, killed 50 orphans, now he has to deal with the 50 orphans. Now they're orphans. Oh, you made it real sad. <laughs> and all of them died? All if of you them had died. to deal with 50 orphans <laughs> ghosts, yeah. Yeah. would you please call us at yeah. least once? <laughs> yes, I will. Okay. He'll be right. back yeah. on He's this like... show in a week. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, how did you all die? Do uh, you guys want to listen to some radio? <laughs> Oh, that's good. All right, some birthdays for you. Paul Hogan, Matt Damon, Chevy Chase, Nick Cannon, Bella Thorne, Bruno Mars, Travis Pastrana, and he's the bassist of Cool in the Gang. And who's a <laughs> bigger fan of Cool in the Gang and Robert Cool Bell than our very own beer mug? All right, here at the Grammy Roundtable with Ronnie and Cool of none other than Cool and the Gang. How are you gentlemen doing? Well, wonderful. How are you? Fantastic. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of your biggest hits goes a little something like this. <laughs> Do a little dance. Make a little love. Get down tonight? No. Wrong. Get down tonight? He, I wish there was more of that tape. I, I, it's funnier just to hear the guy go no, but Mux was so excited yeah. Yeah. when they sat down. Like yeah. really genuinely happy that they were there. Yeah. I just want to hear Mux's inner dialogue of nonsense, which is just like, oh man. And I love the starting off with "Correct me if I'm wrong." Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Will do. Sure <laughs> will. That's what's happening. Thanks, Elliot. 5 p.m. commercial free hour with Stryker and Klein is happening. Thanks to a random act of helpful, helpfulness with the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, Alfonso Ribeiro joins yeah. us. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Beth. David Orianis is back. Uh, B yeah. makes us guess. <laughs> and more tickets to Queen Mary's Dark Harbor tomorrow Short morning. Time, it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Seriously? No, sir. Are you serious? No, sir. Are you serious or not? This is not funny, you know. I'm not laughing at you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.